Hey, Josue. Woody. <laughs> hey. We're so close to the end of season one. I'm I know, so I know. We are here to talk about the quality of mercy. Yes. Uh, for those joining us, we are Conspiracy of Light. My name is Woody Harris. This is Josue Cardona. Hello. And uh, we're, we're, we're discussing Babylon 5 episode by episode. Why? Because we like it. Uh, I, I'm loving Babylon 5. Excellent. Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Again, that's this is the my kind first of time. discipleship that I was hoping to engender in you. <laughs> I do like most things, so take 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 my opinion with a grain of salt. Oh, fine. <laughs> I get very excited. <laughs> I but do I am too. That, that's why we're doing this. Is because I just get so excited. Yep. Yep. And you know, I, I know I just talked to you about this, but you fell asleep during Quality of Mercy and went into Chrysalis and. <laughs> Had a really weird trip through uh, through Quality of Mercy, really. It'll probably be funnier to talk about during Chrysalis, but yeah, I fell yeah. asleep during uh, Quality of Mercy, and then uh, Amazon just like you know the show watched me. It went into the next episode <laughs> the <show> automatically. Me. <laughs> yeah, it went into the next episode automatically, and then when I, I guess when I woke up, I paused it, stopped it, went to bed. The next day, I hit play, and it's not continuing Quality of Mercy. It's actually continuing the next episode. And yeah. I watched it for a good ten minutes, trying to to make a connection to what I watched before. Yeah, it was um, it was very interesting. <laughs> you know, I kind of like this idea of the show watch me, except it's got I've got to be the most boring show. Well, I guess the shows that Amazon watches are really boring. People eating their dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. People on their iPads. Yeah. People yeah. getting up to answer the door. Yep. I was literally sleeping, so you know, not fun. But, uh, but let's let's talk about quality mercy and not Chris. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, this episode has, I think, there are three patterns going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. We have the the linear Londo relationship going on. Yep. Which is just kind of like almost comic fodder for the entire episode. We have Doctor Franklin and his. Uh, uh, work down below, uh, and yeah. then we have this criminal on trial. Yeah, where do you want to start? <laughs> so, so let's let's get Lanier's uh, love of strippers out of the way first. <laughs> <laughs> I literally had wrote down in my notes. Taking the missionary to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I love my favorite line. There isn't like how he is so entranced by by the strippers. It's it's when he's like, "There's no alcohol in this, right? Because if there is alcohol in here, I can get very violent and homicidal." <laughs> Lando's like, "No, uh, no, let's get him some water. Get let's this man get some, some water." water. <laughs> and I don't know if that's Lanier playing Lando. Because I think there's some subtle qualities to Lanier, or if it's truly true that Lanier becomes a homicidal maniac when he drinks alcohol, that that's a weird sort of Mimbari thing. If that's the case, well, he, uh, you know, it sounded like it was like all Mimbari get like that if you, yeah, if you give them alcohol, which is, I think. That's a really cool idea in science fiction, right? It's like, oh, all of these things that we take as humans, what would happen if an, an alien took them and vice versa? I love mm-hmm. it when you play with that idea. That's um, like a drug that does one thing to us would do something completely different to other people. Yeah. Their anatomy is different. Their brains are different. So. <laughs> it, it made me wonder, do do Mimbari get high? Yeah, I don't know. 
do Membari get? Do they do they have their own version of getting drunk? I don't know. That's a. It wouldn't seem like a. It wouldn't be a religious caste sort of thing to do unless it was almost like the peyote rituals in in like Native American ceremonies. But I was about to say the opposite. I was about to say, well, it's a very like religious order thing to do to have some kind of way to commune with the spirits or the gods or something. Yeah. You know, historically, that's. I mean, and. and there's small things, right? Like even the Catholic Church, you know, drinks wine as part of the ritual. It's a little bit. It's not enough to to do anything, but it's there. Right, yeah. right. It is. So that I think you could make a case that there's almost always some substance involved in, in religion. I think you could make the case. I'm not going to try to make it here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, it would sort of, I guess. And then there's the idea of prayer and and or meditation and elevated yeah. states. There's, there's, a, there's a lot there. Yeah. All of this <laughs> was inspired <laughs> by uh, Lanier and Londo at a strip club talking about homicidal tendencies brought on by alcohol. <laughs> Thank you, Lanier. <laughs> Thank you, Londo, because Londo's you, talking Lando. to the people back home. And they're like, you really need to work to, to uh, increase relations with other species. Yeah. And so he walks out his door and Lanier's there. It's My so, good dear friend Lanier. <laughs> so so is is that the pl- first place where he takes him? I think so. I think yeah. So, right. And then at least that, they lead us to believe that maybe they lead us to believe that he's sort of taking him to see the CD underbelly of Babylon 5, the parts that Lanier would never come to. Yeah. But yeah. it makes perfect sense that Londo would take him to a strip club. Of course. So so there's that, and then and then they go play poker, right? Well, because Lanier <laughs> bored him to death by talking about his eleven what is eleventy fifth uh, <laughs> year. Uh, I, I was reading from Straczynski. He said that they are on a base eleven scale, so you go up to eleven, and then you go eleventy one, eleventy two, eleventy three, eleventy four. I love it. Oh. So he gets, but he says, I'm really good at probability. And Londo perks up and he's like, oh, right. we need to go play poker. <laughs> right, right, right. So so, so they're playing poker and then uh, Londo is cheating by. Yes. Okay, so, so he seems to have a <laughs> tentacle, right? And yes. Then, and then at the end, they show he has, and I love the way they did this because when when Lanier is asking him, what was that thing? He, <laughs> he has a statue, right? Yes. That has like all these tentacles coming out of like what seems to be that are in front of it. Let me just say that are in front of it uh-huh. because we never see the front of the statue. We only see the right. back part you of it. You only see the back part. So like you're filling in these gaps with your imagination uh-huh. <laughs> while he's explaining like, oh, this isn't symbolic. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. And and it seemed to at first I was like, oh, he's got like some sort of creature thing he's controlling, but he seemed to be struggling, you know, when he was moving the tentacle and mm-hmm. it it seemed to he felt the cold when they mm-hmm. put the the jug of water on it. And then like it hurt him, <laughs> right? So, yes. and it snapped back, right? It, <laughs> it snapped back. He's like, "Oh." <laughs> so, Again, this is the first mention of any sort of uh, very uh, large anatomical difference. <laughs> yes. Of of the of the oh, what's Lando? Uh, Centauri. 
Centauri. Yeah. Which which this made me finally realize 22 episodes in. Okay? <laughs> I don't know why I never noticed this before. I think you're going to find this funny. Okay. That the Minbari have their ears lower, like almost on their neck. Okay. And, and I had not noticed that until this episode. I so, had not even thought about that. Okay, 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 okay. This is this is amazing, okay? Go back and look at them. Where their ears are, where their human ears are, they actually uh-huh. have that bone structure yeah, the, over them. Yeah, and yeah. then below that, they have fake ear, like costume ears, yeah. lower, almost like on the jawline. So they like it's part of their their like their heads are just different that way. Their ears are lower. And yeah. I had not noticed that makeup thing that they did with the uh, with um with the Minbari until twenty two episodes in. <laughs> so now you're gonna see it and now like you can't un- now you won't be able I'm not to unsee be unable it. To unsee it. <laughs> yeah, it's like I think it was it was Lin- one of Lanier's ears, or maybe it was the lens, it just like it looked fake it looked kind of flat and i yeah. was like huh that's a weird looking oh that's not where it's supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> like it suddenly hit me and i'm glad that i realized this because now the aliens feel more alien you know yeah like londo looks human but if if he has a whole bunch of tentacles under his shirt yep that i did not expect that and the Membari, like, not only do they have, like, this, again, what I'm what I'm calling, like, a bone, you know, kind of structure that yeah. they have outside of their head, their ears are also, which which makes sense, right? Like, if they're, if, if all humanoids have some sort of ears and they have this structure covering, you know, the, that mm-hmm. part of their head, it makes sense that it would, you know, structurally be somewhere else. It's so cool. The aliens are more alien than I thought. <laughs> And now I feel like I need to go back and look and see if Narn have ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember that episode where the um, the Narn guy had glasses on? Yes, and he didn't have any ears to put them on. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And That's so right. and so the legs were like a foot and a half long. <laughs> yep. The legs of the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. They don't really have like ear ears to, to hang them on. Yeah. So but Lando I don't know has- if they have ear holes. I haven't really looked. Yeah. Yep. So Lando has six of those. Six. I can't wait to see more of those. And, and the female <laughs> <laughs> and the females of the species have six interfaces. Oh. So the oh right, right. So when he had the statue, he said that the statue represented both like both genders, I think he both said. Both genders, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So now, well, we don't we don't ever really see Londo with anybody but a Membari woman. I mean, uh, um, a a Centauri woman. Not like Jakar, who constantly <laughs> has people coming and going from his uh, chambers. <laughs> yes. Uh but yeah, and and uh, just uh. Straczynski said he told them that he wanted a whip sound when he said they got it so loud that every time he hears it, he falls on the floor laughing. <laughs> He's just like... <laughs> <laughs> now, think oh. about this. It, you know, it, it, it passed by censors, obviously, but we've basically said 
that his penis was shown on on national television. One of his peni. One of his peni. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. Ooh. I, I want to see a whole series of Londo and Lanier episodes. That would be, oh man, just like We're, a side shoot, you know, like like with with Discovery, they do those uh, those shorts. They need to do that with Londo and Lanier. Yeah, yeah. There's got to. I'm hoping there's like an, a couple novels <laughs> out <laughs> exactly. there. Exactly. I need to track down all that uh, additional uh, content that was made over the years, but. Uh, the 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 funniest well i don't i'm not sure what's the funniest but but <laughs> i think maybe maybe the the hardest i laughed in that episode was mm-hmm. when ivanova finds garibaldi and she's all excited you know she's all excited she's like hey did you hear about that you know that fight with 30 people you know and two people were unaccounted for <laughs> we didn't uh, unidentified and, and the the elevator closed and he's like what <laughs> and then they just show them both beat up in, in, in uh, Sinclair's office. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. Like I said, like it, it, the tone of the show, you know, I don't know if this is the tone of the show for the rest of the series, but it went from like way more serious to much more, I don't know. Like I, I, I love this, this tone of it, you know, and, and I love the, yeah, the tone. I don't know. I don't know what else yeah. to say. I, I I love that. It was fantastic. Londo it seems continues to be a fascinating character. Uh, I, I like that a lot. That was very very fun part of the episode. So there was some questions posed to uh, Straczynski about you know the fact that June Lockhart is in this episode and so is Bill Mumy, and so why didn't he put the two together at any point? Please explain the connection. So June Lockhart and uh, Bill Mummy were on a show in the 1960s called Lost in Space. Oh. She was mom, and he was Will Robinson. We talked about this. I kept, I kept yeah. forgetting. Yeah. Lost in Space is coming second season. No, third season. Second season? Have you second watched the season. Netflix show? Yeah. Second oh, season so is coming, I hope. Yeah, yeah it's coming now um, in December. Because it is fantastic. Yeah. It is well done. Yep. I still away. happen to like the old Lost in Space. You can still see it on Hulu, by the way. Hmm. Um, I love this new version, though. But continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, they, they. I think Bill Mooney actually wanted it to happen too. He wanted to be on with with June to kind of put the two Lost in Space people together at some point. Uh, but Straczynski said he thought that it would be just too distracting. Um, and he said his goal with the Londo and Lanier side of the story was to kind of show just a day in the life of Babylon 5, which is completely separate and not connected to the other story arc that's going on, or the other two story arcs that are going on. Um, So it's just kind of like you get to kind of pan away from the very serious side of things and see this is what's happening elsewhere. Nothing like anything else that you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I get it. So I, I that's that's an interesting thing because it definitely did never it never connected not yeah. once. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So let's talk about that other side now. Let's let's go to the the down below piece because this has a lot of interesting things to it. You know, so Stephen, we start the show actually. Doctor Stephen Franklin is down below in the in the in the lurkers area. The they call it down below, right? It's down below. 
Um, oh, and he is uh, providing medical assistance illegally. to people in need. He opened an illegal uh, clinic, basically. Yes. Because yeah. basically, if you, if you don't have enough money, you can't be helped by the medical facilities on Babylon 5. Yeah. Yeah, the, the politics of it would be... <sighs> Let me see. How did Ivanova explain this? She said that I'm the operations manager... And this is an operation that you know is like unsanctioned. It's it's it's, yep. it's not approved. And he said that like people who can't afford it. So what option do they have? So I I'm I'm assuming it's more of a you don't have a permit to do this kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. just generally it, that. It's that not kind that of idea. they're precluded from getting care. Yeah. It's that I, I think it's that he's a Babylon Five doctor, and he's oh, yeah. providing his services down below. Yeah. And he's not volunteering at a clinic. He just set up shop on his own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And I guess not taking any money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And we start to think that the Vonda is going to come off like she's like, you need to go up back upstairs and do your thing. Instead, she's like, you should have told me and at least let me be involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, I can't lie if I don't know what's going on. I can't lie well. You know, like I can't help cover yeah. it up if I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, I love Ivanova that way. Uh, but I, I love Dr. Franklin because he's doing this thing that's kind of like it's completely off the books. Yeah. I mean, he's probably using station-supplied medical supplies. That's that probably was, also part of it. That was confessed, yeah. He did say that. <laughs> he was definitely stealing, in a sense. Um, so, so presumably, I guess he's making some kind of money for Babylon 5 in the upper decks. Yeah. And down here, he's actually losing money from Babylon 5. Man, making money is an interesting way to put it because it's a military installation. So right. basically, you know, it's like it's it's probably paid for by the government, what mm-hmm. he's doing, period, you know? Which means taxpayers. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, like I don't know if they're charging people from other planets – you know, or if it's just something that is like his salary and all the supplies are simply covered by the government. We don't know that specifically. Well, then it wouldn't make sense that helping down below would be a problem. No, uh, I think it would be because it's like, oh, the government money is there to to cover a very specific. But you're right. They said something about like people can't afford it upstairs. So there must be some yeah. exchange of funds. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, but he's doing really something illegal. About the- Right? The, the economics, but he is doing something quote unquote illegal in Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> Options to help him, which I think is really cool. Yeah, but um, then, but but clientele is down because there's another illegal operation, <laughs> <laughs> right? Which here it's it's one of those things where it's like it's not really illegal. It's like it's illegal for him, or it's unethical, or because he he doesn't have a license to practice, you know, in a facility that's not approved, like you know. His his practice is uh, regulated, while what this woman is doing is not. But he sees what she's doing as wrong, and he doesn't see what he's doing as, as wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a better-than-thou kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not sanctioned what she's doing. Yeah. She looks as if she's doing something that is... Um, quackery. Quackery, yes, that's the word. <laughs> She looks like she's just kind of uh, using placebo magic on people. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, so that's where his concern comes from because he's afraid. I mean, if, if we look at it from the most, uh, the most, not sure the word I'm looking for, the, the, the most supportive way, then he is basically looking out for the clients that he would have in his shop if they weren't in her shop. Which is the idea of she's not actually doing him doing them any good, but making them believe they're doing that, she, they're, that she's doing them some good. Then they are missing quality medical care. I mean, this is the battle between religion and science in that little moment right there, right? Because it's it's all about whether or not belief or structured scientific care is what what heals somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it I mean, turns out her machine works. Yeah. Yeah. It's alien tech. We don't really know where it came from. But somehow it gives energy to the other person to help them heal. Yeah. Yep. Like, you know, we, we learned that it's an alien device that... Th- the idea of it is so cool, right? Because the device is was designed for, uh, I forgot the word that she said, but it was, it was basically designed to take- Corporal punishment? Her, did she say corporal punishment? I, I don't- <laughs> That's the word I'm that came done. to mind, but I don't remember if that's what she said. But basically it was designed for uh, when someone was convicted of a crime, they their life force would be basically taken away and given to other people to help them. And, and so this machine would, you know, take the life force from a criminal, a convicted criminal, and then mm-hmm. give it to people who needed it. So it was a way of, uh, like, redistributing life yeah. and youth and health. And, and that's very interesting. <laughs> so the way she's using it is, like, on the very low setting, just taking a little bit of her life yeah. energy and giving it to people to help them. And that's... That's a very interesting argument. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, I mean, what would be the equivalent to what we have now? Like someone is convicted of a crime, so you just like kill them and take their organs for donation? Like, you I know, guess be... that would be the equivalent, yeah. Uh, that, that, sounds, that sounds pretty nasty, but that, I mean, actually, so it, it also sounds like, you know, I don't know if I'm, eh, let's, let's say this this way. Let's say your liver is... It's gone. It's bad. There's nothing that can be done. You're going to die if you don't get a liver. Yeah. A mass murderer has a liver, and he's going to be put together to give you that liver. Yep. Can you accept that? Can I accept that? Yeah. What do you mean, like... Can you take a mass murderer's liver? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of that's that's the discussion, or that's the that's really the theme of the episode, right? Where it's yeah. uh, the the second story, we meet this this person who's been convicted of murder. Garibaldi wants the worst possible punishment for him. He wants him thrown out of the out of the airlock. That's not an option for the type of crimes that he's done. And right. we see spaced is only for people who have committed treason. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, he's very angry. He believes that he's killed more people. He is, uh, this uh, murderer is um, pulling off a Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> yeah. His character, uh, the way he's acting, his voice and everything. And 
this is this is so interesting, right? So so we see this version of that machine, right? We don't know what alien uh, race does this type of thing with their prisoners, mm-hmm. but but now we find out that Earth Force in the future, what they do is that they take someone and basically, uh, what was the term? They they wipe their personality, they rewrite it. Yeah. So there's there's three options they have: send them back to Earth, put them in the brig on Babylon Five. Earth don't want them, and the brig's too full. So then the, the third option is mind wipe. Mind wipe. And they specifically mentioned something like your your personality will be rewritten. The death of personality. Yeah. And so <laughs> this is so interesting. So they use Psychor to scan before and after the mind wipe just to make sure that it worked. Yes. And it is, that is so interesting. That is such an interesting idea. Um, and, and we see it from Talia's point of view that it's, it's horrible for them, right? They don't, yeah. they don't like that because they need to see, you know, this, this horrible person's mind, um, they, they need to, you know, take a peek around and it's, it's not yeah. something that they enjoy. And, you know, she seems very messed up by it. Uh, and, and but just that idea, you know. And again, and I li- I love the the contrast, right? It's it's two completely different ideas of how do you deal with someone that the the society has determined has committed a crime and deserves some sort of something, right? What is the effect yeah. to their cause? Uh, and I don't know. That's uh, what's the consequence to their action? That's that's really interesting. And in a sense, the two stories are almost talking about the same thing because ultimately, if you get mind wiped, then you are going to go and be a productive member of the society now. Helping others is the goal of the mind wipe. So you take the, the criminal, you take their personality away, make them somebody new who is going to serve the government in a uh, some kind of caring or serving capacity. Yeah, the, the so you ultimately like, make a slave. Yeah, I like think. a re a rewriting of the personality was implied. Yeah, and we've seen that before. Uh, right? Where have we seen that before? Hey, didn't that happen? Uh, was the one? Didn't they do that in Grail? Um, to the guy me. that killed. Uh, the, so Grail is the one where. You have the guy who's looking for the Holy Grail. Yeah. And uh, Jinxie uh, was his name. I can't remember his name. Father, he was uh, Brother Thomas or something after that. But um, I, I think somebody killed uh, killed the main guy. I'm, I'm sad that I can't remember all the story now. But that that guy that killed the main guy got his mind wiped, right? I don't remember that. No, I don't. I'm not. I don't know if you're wrong. Okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just if I'm crossing things, I'm I'm not happy about it. But um, okay. Well, at any rate, hmm. I'm trying to remember, but I, I I can't remember that being a part of it. It might be. Okay. Yeah. I but, may be. But, but we're I seeing be, it now. <laughs> I may be crossing a number of streams here. Yeah. But I mean, it, it may. It's something that maybe will pop up again in the future. I mean, that's. It's so interesting if someone committed a crime, like for example, the 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 family of the victim of the murder, and what yeah. happens when they come across that person again later, 
and the yeah. person is now, you know, a different person. Yeah, like completely a different person because, again, in this universe, right? Like what they've done is that they've they've rewritten the person's personality, so it's not the same person. But like, how do you how do you react to that? How how does society deal with that? Is is Earth okay with this? Are we, you know, that far into the future? Is it something that we're able to accept? I don't know because they don't talk about this happening. And I mean, they talk about it being a possibility. They don't talk about it happening on a regular basis. Yeah. So, but I, Talia I think mentions, that would be a problem, though. I mean, imagine all of the criminals that we have in in jail now were just suddenly their their memories wiped, their in personality wiped out, and suddenly they're roaming the streets and. Now, I would think they have a greater chance of being victimized at this point. Really? I think, I don't know, now now I think very few people, I think that as a society, we don't believe in rehabilitation, like in, in general. It does not seem that we do. Yeah, because if someone, doesn't matter how much time they've served, it's harder for them to get a job, people are are not trusting, you know, there, there's a lot of that, but, but if it was a mind wipe, you know, people are like, Oh yeah, yeah no, you know, Oh, he's cool now. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. It's, I, a, it's, I, uh... it's a more trustworthy process, I think, or I can imagine a world where people would trust that more than again, for anybody who's listening to this and doesn't know, like we're, we're mental health professionals and, and we believe in rehabilitation <laughs> Right. right. That's a big part of, of, of what we do and what we believe. But unfortunately, like the experience for people who who go through rehabilitation is that, you know, there's still stigma and there's still like you, you can't change people's minds about what you've done in the past. But I can imagine a future where people are like people understand it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I knew this one yeah. guy and he did the thing. And then, yeah, psh, no, he was great afterwards. <laughs> Best thing that ever <laughs> happened to him. Yeah. Well, and our institutions don't really do the rehabilitation the way. I mean, it's more like put somebody away and leave them there. Uh, I mean, it it depends on in the United States. It depends on the state where you live in. <laughs> if there's a a punitive or or rehabilitation model, and it depends on the crime, and it depends on a whole bunch of things. But you know, th- there are models that are that are built around rehabilitation, and there are some that are not. True. True. And so in, in this case, I don't know, I don't want, I'm not implying that mind wiping someone and rewriting their personality is rehabilitation, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, in fact, it, it wouldn't, this, this, you get into a really big problem here because who is the person, if not the personality? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You just okay. killed somebody basically. Yeah, according you killed them in a way that's more utilitarian for the society. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Again, based on on, on in this world, that seems to be the consensus, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're we're basically it's so funny, right? Like if you're gonna maybe they don't see it as a as killing someone, you know, they don't see it as a uh, as putting the person to death, you know. Um, but again, but like both of these examples show we're going to take this person that we've determined did a bad thing and we're going to reuse them basically for good in quotes. Yeah. Yeah. 
somebody's making a decision somewhere, right? <laughs> I yeah. mean, you come up with the same issues that we have now, right? It's like, but how do you, how are you sure that the person is guilty? And what if the person wasn't guilty and you just rewrote their, their personality? You can't undo that. I'm assuming. No, I, I don't think so. I just, I, I, unless there's something we don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't, you'd have to store the personality somewhere somehow, or it, Maybe it stays in and it's all repressed into like, I don't know. Maybe it's treated like amnesia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there are but different that w- stories that would indicate that, you could maybe come back. There are different stories that deal with this type of thing in different ways, right? Um, but for based on the information that we have here in Babylon Five, it seems to be a crude mind wipe because yeah. like, you need Psychor to verify. And that's, it's it's almost like, you know, it's like a, a demolition crew came in and then you send in someone to survey to make sure that, you know. <laughs> to make sure that, the, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. So it feels, it feels very crude. It feels, um, again, like, like very, it, do, it doesn't feel like surgery, you know? <laughs> yeah. Huh. And the other one doesn't either, right? The other the other one is we're just sucking the life force out of this person and throwing it at other people. Yeah, They're, so I have, I've let's go back to the the murderer real quick cuz I sure. just um so I want to take issue with something that I, I I I don't like that happened in this episode. Okay. So the the criminal presents as this really smarmy hateful person standing mm-hmm. in front of us when we first meet him. He's yeah. not in any way Remorseful. sorry for his crimes. No. He's smug, he's distant, he's flat, mm-hmm. and he continues to present that way. So we can hate him for quite a while. And then we get to that point where Talia goes inside and he presents in a much different way. He presents as maniacal. He presents as insane. Is Insane and hateful are two different things. And as much as the DC Universe wants to equivocate them and make this kind of diagnosis of uh, criminally insane, it's not real. Right? You tell me, what are your thoughts? Is it real, <laughs> criminally insane? Uh, no. I mean, that's, I, th- I think it, ha- it it has been and it is and it depends on where you are and what you're talking about. Uh, I think it's more well, complicated. in this case, she comes out of him and he's suddenly a different person. He's playful, even though he's dark playful. He's playful. Come uh, join the choir. You know, the completely stoic moving into this kind of almost manic phase now. So it bothered me because it seemed like a shift in the character. It's hmm. easier for me to hate someone who is hateful than for me to hate someone who is insane. Interesting. So I didn't see him as quote unquote insane in when she went in. I didn't see it that way. Okay. I saw him as like my my mental health flags didn't go off, my. Okay. But I can I can see how 
I can see how you could see it that way. I can see how it could be interpreted that way. I can see how maybe it was written that way. I just, because I saw him as, like, I saw him as a Hannibal Lecter character. Yeah. You know? I saw him being very smart and, uh, like, there was a part of uh, the the narrative here that, that talked about his the consequences for his actions would have been different if they could prove that he had committed more murders, but they couldn't. So, so I think that he very smartly was basically, you know, like just quiet, didn't say much. Uh, I was like, you know, I'm just going to cover this up. When she went inside, she was like, Oh, this guy has killed a whole bunch of people and he likes it, you know? Yeah. And, and so I just saw it as a, as a, a calculated, you know, uh, presentation on the outside when and then on the okay. inside he is I think we saw the real him that's the way right. I, I saw it but I can see that too yeah I, I, I wish think... there would have been more of a I mean that's not really what they were discussing here I think I think that whether he had a, um, a mental illness or not yeah. I wonder if in this world like is that is that how you deal with this kind of thing you just Mind wipe, wipe the person, reset them, eradicate it. Yeah, that's one hell of a lobotomy, you know. No more multiple personality disorder. Now you just have one. <laughs> the one we gave you. Yes. No more DID. Yeah. No more. No more schizophrenia. Although then you have to question whether or not it's genetic or not, and then you would be able to see at least. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, we're talking about specifically a murder. From a person who presents as not remorseful whatsoever, yeah, uh, they could have presented him differently in a way that we that I would I would definitely want to have a mental health conversation. But even assuming that it was, then like, would they handle that differently? They're already going with a mental health psychological solution to the problem. <laughs> so, it, it, what other yeah, things? Yeah, I guess so. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it is the equivalent of lobotomy. Yeah, yeah. They're, and we don't do lobotomies on criminals, as far as I know, or you know, in, in the history. Maybe we did shock therapy on criminals. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure at some point. I mean, that's like over over throughout history, right? There's there's been different interpretations of people's actions. Yeah. You know, they're possessed. They're crazy. They're they're evil. They're, you know, they're, it was calculated. Like it, it, that stuff has changed over time, but you know, it's, it's, it's still, it's still, what a way to handle this. <laughs> yeah. And, but again, you're right. I, I don't think they did mean it to be a mental health discussion because they made it very black and white for us. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Nobody's going to walk out of there with mercy on the criminal in this case. I don't think. Mercy, that's the name of the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about it when I said it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying to... I was th- I was thinking about Elton John. <laughs> oh, well. Well, I've, I've been thinking about that, that name, right? The, the, it's The Quality, the quality of, mercy? of Mercy. Is it The yeah. or Uh? The Quality, the quality of, mercy. of Mercy. Yeah. So, again, uh, do you have an explanation from JMS about why the title? No. 
<laughs> okay. I did not talk about it at all in, in the in the interviews that I read. I asked because in other episodes I've tried to explain what the title is, and you're like, actually, it's a poem written by blah 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. Sorry I said anything. Oh, I'm I'm really such a bad geek, aren't I? <laughs> On Star Trek episode two in nine minutes in. <laughs> no, no, but that's why I just wanted to clarify just to make sure. So, yeah. so I've been thinking about the, the, the title, right? The quality of mercy. So what is, like you just said, like, you know, will anybody have mercy, uh, on, on these people? Like it's, it's people, these two different alien races are, are making very different, um, decisions about what to do with these people, but they're also very similar. And is it a mercy to like contribute to society or to help other people with that? Is it a mercy to rewrite them, you know, reboot them basically? I don't think so, <laughs> but I'm sure, you know, that's a, that's a discussion that is, is going on in that world. Well, I mean, if it's mercy, so I, I guess you almost have to ask the question, is it, is it different? to be killed versus to be mind wiped. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's if there the is question. a soul, yeah. if we hold the idea of a soul and we've certainly established that at least some races in uh, Babylon five believe in souls, if a soul exists and it's just the, you know, the, the personality is the matrix through which the soul exudes into the universe. Yeah. Then, you keep the soul intact and remove all the sin. That's a mercy. Yeah, exactly. I guess. The, yeah, I mean that, that's that's the interesting part of it. Right? Like, do do people see that as a mercy? Is that why this episode is 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 titled that? Is that you're discussing, like, oh, we're not like this is good for everybody. Is it though? <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it the most kind thing you could possibly do? Is it a compassionate thing that you're doing for these people who, who have, you know, committed uh, crimes? And are they owed kindness? I mean, we don't even know if this is happening for other crimes. Like, if you stole right. something, right? Did you are you are you getting mind wiped? Like, what crimes so. are you getting mind? wiped I think it for? has to be a really heinous crime. You know, obviously the judge sits in, in discussion over it, but. I think you couldn't, not for, you know, this isn't, this is closer to our own American democracy than it is to any other government on the planet, I think. And I, I don't think you would do that kind of like wipe somebody's mind for the because they stole something. You'd have to do something egregious, I think. Have you read the book or watched on Netflix the show Altered Carbon? I have not. Are you going to convince me to? Uh, I can if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> is it worth taking a look at? Uh, it is. Said it is. I and every listener, you know, all five of us. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it definitely is. And I've thought about it for the second time now during this discussion. Okay. Because in Altered Carbon, in that world, they ha they do have a way to basically back up your your mind, personality, brain, all that. They can okay. back it up in a chip and you can basically live forever because once it's backed up, you can swap bodies. 
And it's a fascinating, uh, that's the core idea of the show. It builds on that over and over and over again, this fact that, uh, but one thing that, that's super interesting in that show is that the church is very much against that uh, because oh. basically by removing death from the equation, you've trapped the soul basically on earth and you're not letting it move on. And so there is a religious movement that is very against this technology that allows people to basically cheat death by being able to, once this body is done, you just move on to another one. And one thing that they do is uh, like criminals bodies are available for people to, <laughs> to hijack because oh. those, because the, the bodies are valuable. So their personalities were removed and basically stored away and that's jail, you know? And then, but okay. the bodies are available for other people to use. So instead of wiping them like they do in Babylon 5, they store them. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. There's this, there's this great scene. That probably someone could go in there and get it back? Well, there's this great scene of this uh, woman who wants her grandmother to come for like a holiday dinner. Uh-huh. And she just steals a body from, from storage. And it's like this this guy with like face tattoos and he's like 6'4". And, <laughs> and, and it's great because in this world, this kind of thing, like some people find it weird, but the kids just love it because Abuela's back, you know, <laughs> for a couple hours. Um, it, plays, it plays with these ideas a lot. It, it's a very, it's, it's an awesome, it's an awesome show. The second season is also coming very soon uh, on Netflix. I highly recommend it. Okay, well, I'm I'm now intrigued, and where I wasn't intrigued before, yeah. I just kind of like, oh, that looks interesting. Maybe at some point I'll watch it, yeah. Because um, you know, there's so many things to see on Netflix that it's hard to decide, you know, what to next go to. Listen, um, sci-fi nerd, watch Altered Car- Altered Carbon. Got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> I will, I will do so. But again, it was the second time that it came up. Like I was thinking about it in the in the context of of this conversation. Um, so. So I guess uh, the like it happens, right? They they mind wipe him. No, they decide to. Oh no, no, no! Of course they don't. Psh, what am no, I? No, this is where our our paths cross this with the, really cross. with Doctor Franklin Duh. and, and uh, um, the other doctor story. Uh, the mom. What is her from, name? Uh, Doctor Laura Rosen. <laughs> um, the Lost in Space mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We, uh, we we didn't touch on like uh, just quickly, right? Doctor Franklin feels that she's a. It's like, oh, you're just doing Reiki. Like, get out of here. Yeah, right? yeah. And she's like, uh, Reiki works. What are you talking about? Look at look at the results. He finds out. He looks at all the records, and he finds out that it's actually working. He she's healing yes. all these people. She is actually healing them. And she is. Um, she actually uh, she didn't commit a murder, but her actions as a doctor she was very tired and she made a mistake and somebody died and she's kind of making penance right she is she's trying to to absolve herself for that death so she is giving a piece of herself to everybody that comes through to help them she's got a terminal illness anyway so she feels that this is you know it's it's her way to give back in the in the short time that she has left so now we can we can skip to the end (laughs) No, but that that's good because uh you know it, it brings us to this this situation where he shows up uh the the killer gets away from like he breaks away from his guard entourage which wasn't 
very powerful in the first Cards place. Cards on Babylon 5 are garbage. <laughs> They're like stormtroopers. Um, he gets away, <laughs> and he goes to down below because I guess that's the best place for someone to go if they're going to hide out, and he finds this woman who is providing this service, and he's been shot in his, I guess he's been shot to the point that he could die. Um, and so we go down there, and he, we, Dr. Franklin finds them, and basically she is in the midst of giving her life energy to this terrible person, and he, this terrible person is holding a gun to her daughter's head. Under duress, right? She's doing it under, under duress. Under duress, yes. Um, but then she does what is necessary at the moment, really, mm-hmm. which is to turn the tables on him and suck the life force out of him. Yeah. And take it for herself. So, so, but there was like a transfer both ways. Yeah. Because, yeah. which, which goes against how they explained it worked at the beginning. But we're I gonna, thought so too. We're going to ignore because that. Because apparently she's given him Lake Syndrome, yeah, which so, is her disease. But so, she hasn't taken on anybody else's diseases, or at least they didn't make it clear that she had. So so I didn't see it as her taking his life force. I saw it as like her hitting a button where she just gave him her disease. And the oh. pain was so much that it killed him. There was a comment earlier where Franklin, Dr. Franklin said, well, you have uh, Lake Syndrome, you must be in excruciating pain. She's like, yeah, like all the time, you know? Yeah. I'm, 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 it's a lot of pain. So when she hits the buttons and, and he's like, oh, what is happening? She's like, you're feeling all of the symptoms of Lake Syndrome. Yeah. And he collapses. And so... They don't. They never say that she that she took his life energy, but they do say at the end that she was cured from the disease. And he's dead. He is dead. He's very dead. So I guess I could have been from the gunshot wound, and maybe it is just a transfer. But I thought that it removed life energy from whoever, like almost yeah. unspecifically, like life energy is this X factor, and then. You know, whatever it, it'll work on whatever disease. So you come with a broken leg, and it maybe helps to mend the broken leg because it's taking the life energy and pushing it into the other person to cause the broken leg to be fixed. Definite not, plot hole by lack yeah. of, <laughs> yeah, by not enough information. But yeah. basically, at the end, she is healed. She no longer has leg syndrome, and she has a good twenty to thirty years more of life. And uh, she f- and she, she feels st- guilty for it. She feels guilty, right? So she feels like she. Now she has more time to atone for another death, which yeah. is which is a fascinating conversation to have in the context of this murder, you know? That suddenly makes it a really tragic story because I hadn't put together the idea that she had, now she's killed another person. Yeah. She said, uh, my, once again, I have um, gone against my duty to do no harm and I have taken yeah. a life. Yeah. And... And like, I need to go and, and I I don't remember if she says I need to go atone for it or something like that, but it is very tragic because, and, and like this guy, they were going to either the, the security was going to kill him or they were going to mind wipe him. This guy was done regardless. Yeah. And what she did, she did in that moment to save her daughter. Yeah. So, but she still feels guilty because she, she's, she's a doctor, right? Her, her goal, her purpose is to to help people, to heal, and to save lives. And now it's the second life that she's taken. Yeah. So it is tragic. Um, again, 
whatever the machine works, however it works, they're gonna they're <laughs> they're gonna keep it and research it because nobody knows. It took her months to kind of figure out how it works. So you know, maybe it has a. We thought it only had a one way setting. Maybe it has a two way setting. <laughs> we don't know. Well, it may have a number of settings. You know, it it's just yeah. uh. Yeah, wasn't uh, Deathwalker did the same thing, right? Deathwalker. Didn't he, isn't that took the, the life force out of people? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, because her her, you know, she was coming up with technology to to basically take life from other people. Yeah. Now I feel like I need to watch Deathwalker again, but I'm I'm wondering if this is connected in some way, whether or not this device came from the same race that of, of you know from Deathwalker's race. Oh, could be, could be. Well, it's a, hmm, yeah. Well, Deathwalker is like a very specific thing that he did. But uh, we're playing with the same ideas here, right? It's, yeah. It's yeah. souls and life energy. Psychor continues to be used in a really interesting way. Yeah. So, did you notice that when Talia was getting ready, her, her sigil for Psychor, she had put a black band over it. Hmm. What was that about? That was because uh, it's like this is an anti-Psychor sort of thing. Oh. Uh, I was reading about it. Um, let's see if I can find it again. Because uh, it's just kind of this dark-sided thing. It's not that she's doing anything that's against Psychor, but it, it's kind of like this is not, you know, we don't do this as a practice because walking around in somebody's head is not really allowed um, because, you know, the due process. And so she's seeing something she's not really supposed to see. Gotcha. So it's like a violation of her. It's a violation of a principle, I think. Yeah. Of her values. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like covering the eyes of a symbol sort of kind of thing. Like, don't look like. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't uh put much thought into that i didn't either until i read about it and i'm like oh well that makes sense it does make sense again like we, we're in this really I interesting thought, why, why is she wearing this yeah. this way why would you put a band over it yeah but the Probably symbolism know how to dress yeah <laughs> i get the symbolism though again psychor is really interesting because we from what we know there seems to be like a like a very uh shady part of the government that seems to be controlled by Psychor, supposedly. But and then but then from like Talia's point of view, they do a lot of good. They do a good service to the world. But then we have Ivanova's point of view where they're they're horrible. So those two things are always at play. Because you know, we're constantly getting those two different perspectives. Yeah. It says the scan is preparatory to the prisoner being mind blanked. It is, as the ombuds pointed out, the death of personality, the death of one's mind, hence the black band on the psi symbol. That's as far as it goes to explain that. That doesn't really explain it. <laughs> <laughs> it just calls attention to it to, to make you think about it, I think. X, Y, Z, henceforth, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Chocolate That's pudding. how it works, like, right? what? <laughs> Got it. Well, I mean, it's it's still again. I think I think we tried to explain it better than, than that does. Uh, definitely, it it feels like like 
you know, it goes against her values. So yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Good. So I don't know what the quality of mercy is. Um, the, the title sounds great, <laughs> but I, I don't really quite, I can't put my hand on what it means, except we're talking about well, the results of mercy well, potentially. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Yeah. The, the way I see it is, you know, we're, it's like not so much mercy for the, is it like a, a general mercy, right? Like for the, for the, for the world, it is like, we're being like mercy. The mercy should be for the person who is the, in this the case, victim? it's the, uh, but like, are they a victim if they are the criminal, you know, like mm. that's where it gets complicated. Like who, who are yeah. we talking about? There being a mercy for like, Franklin is is doing a mercy to the people that he's helping for free. Yeah. Uh, Lost in Space Mom is helping you know, a whole <laughs> bunch of other people. And the way that she's like, he's doing it by breaking the rules. She's doing it by by uh, sacrificing a piece of herself. Yeah. And, you know, th- that's kind of the idea that we're that we're seeing there. Um, so it's about sacrifice all the way across the board. Because whether or not we like the criminal, he is sacrificing himself also. Uh, or he is being sacrificed. Being sacrificed, yeah. Yeah, he's not He's not making a choice because he doesn't want it to happen, obviously. Yeah, but, but again, in his case, it's like, is it a mercy to mind wipe him? <laughs> is it? Yeah, I don't know. You know, that's, that's, that's a philosophical argument that I'm sure people in that world have all the time. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking if you live with the awareness that you've done something and you've kind of hardened yourself to it, is it a mercy to get rid of that? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I can I can think of some bad things I did in my life. Obviously, nothing as bad as what he was supposed to have done. But yeah. if I wiped it away, is that a mercy? I think it actually takes away who I am because it's my reactions to those things that have made me the person that I am now. Unless, I mean, in his case, he didn't seem guilty about it, but in your case, you yeah. might seem guilty. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So maybe it is a mercy, you know? Again, if if you're talking about a soul, right? Then then maybe it's like, oh, well, you know, it's a mercy, it's a mercy on your to soul. the soul. Yeah. yeah. Or not. Some I people mean, can extend that kind of mercy, like, you know, uh, mothers who hug criminals in court because, you know, even though they killed their son or daughter or whatever it is, um, this sudden realization that they're going to have uh, some kind of forgiveness for the person who did something so horrible to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like in, like in the case of, of the mind wipe again, it's like, well, we're giving you another chance to get into heaven yeah. or whatever else you believe. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that is, I guess that is possible. Maybe. Oh, in that, okay. To be fair, <laughs> isn't that kind of what uh, a baptism is supposed to be? Um, You're washed yes. free of your sins. Yes. So yes. I guess a little bit of that is, and you're born again. Mm-hmm. That is ultimately what a mind wipe is. Uh, born again completely. <laughs> I can, I can definitely see see it that way. Yeah, yeah. Although it can't be complete wipe of the personality because you look at somebody who's had uh, uh, amnesia, right? 
Yeah. Um, and th- they typically remember how to open doors and eat food and things like that. Uh, they just yeah, don't remember yeah. some events in their life. Because it's a certain type of memory that gets affected. Yeah, retrograde and, and that yeah. kind of thing. But but here, again, I, th- I feel, I don't remember the exact words. It felt like there was going to be some sort of reprogramming. Yeah. Not just okay. like making them a vegetable. Almost like creating a personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like give them a, you, are, you know, give them a 42 with a splash of 37, you know? It's like, yeah, know. yeah, okay. Or we need we need more social workers. So, you know, make <laughs> you are a now a worker. social worker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, you were a nanny. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe again, that wasn't that wasn't uh, explored more deeply. No. But I got the impression that it was more of. Well, a now I like the idea that there's just a set of personalities on a shelf somewhere, and you you inject that personality into the person, and the the new personality takes over or something. Yeah, or like a personality architect, you know, that yeah. is like, it's, it's going in. And again, I got the impression that it was more like you know, a wrecking ball going through. But Yeah, if I got that impression too. Yeah, but if but they- But I like the idea of an arch- yeah. <laughs> a personality architect. I want that job. Yeah, yeah. Let's add just a little bit of neurosis here, a little bit of compassion here. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that somewhere. I forgot what stories um, I've seen that idea. Uh but, but yeah, who knows? And probably they'll probably never touch this again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we ever get to see the continuation of Doctor Franklin's relationship with uh, with Laura Rosen, the the daughter of uh, Lost in Space Mom. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it can be. It may be a one off episode where there's just not really any continuation. But you know, if that's the case, then it does what. I think Straczynski likes to do, which is leave you thinking about some really deep issues and and coming up with your own solution for what the truth of the matter is. Yeah. Like, we know that this is happening on Earth. That's very, it's fascinating. I'd, I'd love to explore it more. I can think of a few yeah. story ideas, you know, with this kind of thing. <laughs> but but also, it's already similar enough to other ideas that we that have been presented. Like, you, you know. That's you true. It that. doesn't. It doesn't really move the story forward, I guess, in that sense. Yeah, yeah. We've seen some character develop in the development in Lanier. Londo already had all the character development he needed. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know Londo now. Uh, yeah, that, that's a good point. It doesn't really move the story forward. Something I had not thought of, uh, Sinclair has a hole in his head, in his mind. Right. Yes. So part of his memory was removed. Is it the same type of removal? Same technology? Yeah. Is Membari uh, so good? Is other Membari so good that they can pull just certain parts? Just bits and pieces. Whereas, like we got the wrecking ball, wrecking ball mind wipe, but he's just got the very specific mind wipe. Yeah. Yeah. Pinpoint accuracy. Personality yeah. architects, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, uh-huh. it's it's an idea that we're already that we're already playing with. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it connects as we move into future episodes, if it connects. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never, I never know if you're lying even or if we, not. Even if we say, even if we say that it doesn't have any connection, and actually, in all honesty, I can't remember right now. Even if we say it doesn't have any connection to the rest of the story, the story itself was a good story. 
as a standalone, it worked really well, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, I love this world building stuff. I love it. Yeah. Because yeah. it makes me think so much about the earth of 2358, you know? 2258. Yeah. 2258. 2258. I think. Yeah. The year is 2258. The name of the place. I think that's it. The name God of the place. Save me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere Straczynski is listening. He's like, it's 2259 for God's sake. <laughs> Not yet. Love you, JMS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next time around, we'll be talking about Chrysalis. Season finale. If you want to talk about something that moves the story forward, that will move the story forward. Well, it's about time. I'm so excited for this next episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to hear your reactions to this next episode Uh, because it is one of the the, uh, pinnacle. It it is. It's it's the end of the season. It's a pinnacle moment. Um, So with that, I'll, I'll leave that mystery in place. Let's do it. All right. So, uh, we'll see you guys next time uh, when we talk about crystals. Cannot wait. So excited.